Ahoy hoy, everybody, and welcome to Talking Simpsons, the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of The Simpsons. And this week we're brought to you by Gorilla Man Scalp Blaster, <laughs> which well, may or may not good. work. I'm sorry, guys. I just uh, reading the copy <laughs> as it was provided to me. And this week's episode is Simpson and Delilah, the second episode of the second season, which aired on October 18th, 1990. Chris, what happened on this magical day in history? Oh, news, news, news. <gasps> oh, my God. Well, Bobby, two live crew is on trial over obscenity. Legendary Whoa. composer Leonard Bernstein dies. And Aww. Soviet President Mikhail Gorbachev is awarded the Nobel Peace Prize in his part for ending the Cold War. Way to go. But I thought it was Reagan. They told me it was Reagan all along. <laughs> They didn't even give no. Yeah, they give Reagan no Nobel Peace Prize. I mean, man. Um, they gave him a library. That was enough. You know, so people who weren't guy... no, people who weren't alive don't understand any of those words. Mm-hmm. But since we were, I just I love emphasizing how fucking old The Simpsons is. I will say, yeah. Two Live Crew was very important for free speech uh, laws. Yeah, like, I'm so and, glad and, they're me so horny song. Me and Hank theory. being yeah. Floridians, it's also where we got to be introduced to Jack, Jack Thompson, Thompson on television That's every day. That's right, because uh, that was his first whale that he chased. That rap was scarier than video games at one point, right? <laughs> It, it's pretty nuts. I mean, it's all fairly hard. It's just like a bunch of, you know, just a couple of black dudes rapping about their dicks. Like, it's not... <laughs> it's, there are worse things in the world. It's yeah. wonderfully misogynistic. But the and, children... But, but again, that wasn't the problem. Yes. Uh, and this episode is totally about Homer getting hair. I, I love mm. this. And it was a direct reference to Demoxanil. Demoxanil. Oh, uh, wait, sorry. Is it... Minoxidil. Mono- okay. It's Demoxanil. Demoxanil is the, the parody. Yeah. Minoxidil is the real thing. Is is the real thing. Oh, yeah. I see. That's Which, my parents um, had to explain that to me. I I had no idea the idea like oh people lose hair oh and there's a thing that gives you back hair. Well, I, yeah, this did, it gave me the impression that like if I ever go bald, there's an expensive option. Yeah, and well, it's not a. Uh, but anyway, it's, yeah, it's, it's now like, over the counter, Minoxidil. You can just buy it on, on the store shelves. I think shelves. is as well. Yeah. And I don't think anyone at the Laser Time Podcast Network can identify with it. We're, we're all uh, be, uh, hair uh, suits, player, yeah. I guess. I, I disagree, but this episode is about Homer getting hair. Uh, I, I, I had a freckle underneath my hairline, and I told myself, I think I told the story only once somewhere else, if I ever see that freckle, I will take countermeasures to retain my hair. So about 10 years ago, for a about three years, I had a Propecia uh, prescription that I got oh. as, as like purely preventative of like something ever happened. It helped the uh, short and curlies on the back not come in because man, did those come in after <laughs> I stopped taking nice. it. Uh, Is that a pill or a suppository it's a, or it's a okay. pill, Bobby? <laughs> so I, had a, I had a no friend, butt stuff. I had a friend who had a topical cream, uh, a Rogaine, and when he moved to Japan. Mm-hmm. And it was a losing battle. He's he's now pretty. I think he just gave in and shaved it off. But this ten years ago, when he moved to Japan, he actually asked me uh, like to mail him Rogaine because you can't buy it over the counter in Japan. Oh, you just, oh wow! You just go you just go bald and get curmudgeonly in Japan. <laughs> so uh, I, I believe. Then, uh, can I just get this clip out of the way? Oh, yeah, just because I love it, it so much. It. It's the opening of the episode. Okay, the capital of North Dakota is named after what German ruler? Hitler! Hitler, North Dakota? Bismarck. Bismarck, oh. yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm still beating you, boy. At, at the end, they reveal it's a, what, grade school? It's a, it's a, it's a grade elementary school, school grade school challenge, yeah. and Homer still loses. I, I do enjoy the Simpsons eating while watching TV, because I, I rarely ate any meal at a dinner table, no, but really? a lot of friends did. Like, it was always eating in front of the TV with my parents. No, my parents are really against that. All those mm. TV trays. Now, we totally... If we were eating, looking at this TV screen in the same room, that would still be a big deal. Like, uh, we, yes. We just went to separate rooms. I have written, written down, like, however, at this point, a giant family, even with extended family, watching a single screen... Is absolutely Rockwellian. 
Yeah, you will, it is. You will, yeah. Not, you will not ever see. It's like it's so positive and warm, and it makes me makes me very happy to see. And I'll never see it again. This is not the Simpsons, but I do like how Rick and Morty has characters just like looking at their iPhones or yeah. playing with an yes. iPad, like at the dinner table, because yes. that, that is like that modern is reality. reality. Yeah, yeah, and it feels like the Simpsons like being representing in this area too. Oh, wait, so the plot, the plot is Homer gets hair. And he succeeds and then loses the hair. Right. He's back down to the bottom. Yeah. And it just shows how arbitrary the business world is. Homer fills upwards <laughs> because of his hair. This and that's is, basically I it. have a clip of Homer wanting hair. I love so I love this clip because I love that the commercial. Ad is the best. But it also shows you how early in The Simpsons is there's like I edit a lot of audio. And what you'll hear in here is Harry Shearer take a deep breath before he starts rattling stuff off. Ooh, okay. Uh, and I, I love it's something you wouldn't hear nowadays. I used to think that losing my hair was as inevitable as the tides. Then I found out about Demoxinel, the new miracle breakthrough in hair regrowth. <gasps> miracle breakthrough? There's been a miracle breakthrough? The odds are Demoxinel can help me grow as much or as little hair as I want to. Hey, today I'm gonna do it. For your free brochure, send five dollars to Demoxinel, four eighty-five Hair Plaza, Hair City, Utah. Hair. Hair. Now, uh, it, uh, just it, like everybody else. Just, just like, like everybody, everybody else. else. I did hear the. <gasps> yeah, you can hear him take a huge, huge breath. Yeah. The joke goes by really fast, but that's actually one of my favorite jokes to think. Dude. For free brochure, send $5 to. Yeah. Hair City, Utah. Hair City, like, Utah. Beautiful. You know, there was like a San Pueblo, Colorado free pamphlet on advertised on TV a lot in the '90s. I forget what it was oh, yeah. for, but yeah, um, I remember that one. please let us know if you remember. It's no, I, I love those old foggy. Those old infomercials where it's like if you run, want more information, first get an envelope, then get a pen, yeah. then get a stamp, and then maybe they get two envelopes, a self-addressed stamp envelope, yeah, envelope, S A S E. Uh, I will say that what what I thought about this episode was uh, episode one of second season was Bart has his miracle. This mm-hmm. is Homer's miracle. Yeah. Because yeah. Demoxanil is like a magic hair growth potion. It is the perfect drug. Yes. <laughs> it, like, it works better than any drug ever has for anything. Literally overnight, Homer has more hair than I do, and I'm a long-haired hippie jerk. Yeah, and not only, not only that, I love all, like, every scene is a different hairstyle. Yes, that's and, great. And that was intentional, too. Yeah, it's, it's so funny. And, he, like, I also... Oh man, when he talks to his healthcare provider, or no, sorry, he talks about his healthcare and like Demoxinil is a thousand dollars. Let me get this out of the way. And he, like Lenny and Carl, Lenny almost, almost now sounding like Lenny. If you listen but, to our first but this season, this is Lenny and Carl working as a team too. They, they which are. They do. Like this is the first Lenny, but and he also Carl doesn't sound like a Mo like he did in the first season. Right. Patreon.com slash laser time to hear the first season, people. Uh, yeah. Homer, don't be a sap all your life. Just fill out a few medical insurance forms creatively. Charge that Demoxinil stuff to the company. But it's a thousand bucks. Burns would can my butt in no time flat. Ooh, a thousand bucks? So what? To Mr. Burns, that's one less ivory back scratcher. Yeah. Besides, you pay money into the insurance fund every week. What do you ever get out of it? Nothing. Well, that newsletter. <laughs> that is true because I, I had a 401k for about yeah. nine months, and every like maybe two months, I received like an entire package about it. Like there was no money in this. Leave me yeah. alone. And how much money do they spend on mailing? Like, no, yeah, like, as people. like I had a job with a major company. Uh, I lost that job, and I wanted to get my medication. Hey, if you listen to the last episode, it was Adderall, which I can't. If anybody wants to send me some, that'd be great. Um, but it, like, Demoxynel is a thousand dollars, and he's like. <gasps> Uh, without health insurance, I'm like, can I get one more prescription? And he's like, you have, we have, I have one day left on my health insurance. Can I get a prescription? And he's like, what if I got picked it up tomorrow? And he's like, you couldn't afford it. Yes. Like, what do you mean? How much are these generic 
they're they're generic versions of the pill. How much? And it was like six thousand dollars. Yeah, like a thousand bucks was like that's like toenail fungus treatment yes. in today's like, insurance wait a world. I didn't listen to this podcast for politics. <laughs> it's not politics. It's something that really happened no, to me. It I, is the reality of the insurance. I had world. that recently where I thought I still had my work insurance, mm-hmm. but it had run out like the day before. And so when I got there, I said, well, okay, then I'll just pay whatever it is to have this appointment that isn't even a prescription thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, it'll cost 100 bucks." Like, I don't like that, but all right, I should do it. And they said, well, no, it's 100 and then another charge later. How much? We don't even know. <laughs> so I would just be agreeing to, you can charge me whatever number you think of. If you have yeah. to ask, you can't afford it. Yeah, but that's so weird with healthcare. Like, it's... Pretty unbelievable, actually. Like it's it's like this secret. It's it's fucking stonecutters horse shit. Like if yeah. you're in the club, so when I you get a normal how, price for sure. Not, yeah. yeah. When I think of how much I hate rich people and all their power, <laughs> I always think back to that ivory back scratcher thing and just like, yeah. oh no, this guy won't. Mm-hmm. Oh well, they tax the rich with another like three thousand dollar thing. They won't be able to get that ivory back scratcher. <laughs> and Burns explicitly mentions people. that. Hold on, back scratcher. We'll okay, there. I'm we'll sorry. I'm there. sorry. But here's I got another Burns clip because oh, awesome. uh, Homer has grown. He gets naloxone and he grows hair uh and i love his first haircut by the way the fucking bob oh that's right Great. yeah it's, and like he goes to get a he goes to get a haircut like a from his barber and he's like i haven't seen you in 20 years you finally got rid of those sideburns and i'm so happy to know in the flashback sequences homer has giant sideburns. oh that's right yeah it, it gets, checks out in the way we was right in the way we was he awesome. gets his 72 haircut which yes. is what, how long it's been uh so burns is burns is scouring the security cameras i love i love burns Pathetic morons in my employ stealing my precious money. This is hopeless. None of these cretins deserves a promotion. Yeah, it's in the union contract, sir. One token promotion from within per year. Wait, <laughs> who is that young go-getter? Well, it sort of looks like Homer Simpson, only more dynamic and resourceful. Simpson, eh? Hmm. <laughs> I do like the commentary like the union is that weak that they can only get one token promotion per year. <laughs> For junior executive, which is like the biggest joke of a title ever. Yeah, it's like it's just like yeah. Yeah, and like Homer would be completely like out of his league if it wasn't for one dude. And Carl and, and Carl I love Carl. Carl to me is the weirdest guest star ever on the season. Uh, hobby fires thing. It's hobby fires. That's such a fun voice to but, do. But think about all the guest stars the Simpsons have. None of them do good. And none of them leave. They're all flawed or they're all assholes. Like, this is like the only... Oh, you mean the characters they play. The, yeah, the character this... of Carl, there's no other guest star like Carl. He's a sterling human being. Yeah. And I will say, like, I was reading about this. Exemplary. And, and Harvey Firestein, uh the character was supposed to look like him, but mm-hmm. he said, I don't look like a typical gay guy. So they made him, like, this this beautiful, muscular, okay. blonde, like Adonis. See, that was, that was my next question. Like, knowing now, which I didn't know back then that Harvey Firestein is gay... Is Carl gay? He's totally gay. Yeah, and they right? talk about it during the commentary, and it's been a while since I've seen this. Maybe like fifteen years. Yeah. But like I'm, I'm watching this, knowing Carl is gay. Like I'm gonna go say goodbye to the gals in the typing pool. It's like, yeah, yes, like, of all, course. All that stuff, a pat on the butt, the kiss, well, and the when they show his apartment, it's just like this is such an effete apartment. It reads <laughs> a gay man's apartment in yeah. 1990. So much of these early Did Simpsons... you set up your gaydar, Hank. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually, my I didn't know who Harvey Firestein was. Me my neither. mom. So Mrs. Doubtfire. I found out who he was because my mom told me, like, no, you know, he's the j- the Saturday Night Live character. I just want to be loved. The is John Lovitz, so right? Long? Yeah, yeah that he does the Harvey What Firestein, is Harvey so. Firestein famous for? Uh, he was a playwright and an actor. He did the Torch Song trilogy in the 80s. He was That's a, right. He was at the vanguard of 80s gay 
theater okay. and, and writing. So, Mrs. Doubtfire, that's all and I he got. Also, like, he's Independence one of, Day. Uncle Frank and Aunt Jack. And another, and another positive for Harvey is that, fortunately for him, he didn't can he didn't die from AIDS like so many so many of his contemporaries yeah. so he's still around today which is great just think of how many I don't want to get too, people too sad but just imagine how much more awesome art and theater would be if if millions of gay people didn't die basically all of those <laughs> off Broadway New York sorry City sorry to laugh at that I've just never heard that said like that before yeah an astounding amount of people are no longer with us so this is this is Carl I have Carl's intro how awesome I love it like because Homer has Carl. he has no confidence this he's very mad out of his league. Belong here. Huh? You don't belong here. You're a fraud and a phony, and it's only a matter of time until they find you out. <gasps> Who told you? You did. <laughs> you told me that the way you slump your shoulders, the, the way you talk into your chest, the way you smother yourself in bargain basement lime green polyester. I want you to say to yourself, I deserve this. I love it. I am nature's greatest miracle. Go ahead, say it. I, I Trust me, Homer. I, <laughs> Take a step and say it. I deserve this. Louder. I deserve this. Shout it. I am nature's greatest miracle! <laughs> I am committed to the next time I have sex, which I'm, fingers crossed, 2016. <laughs> I am going to shout, I am nature's greatest miracle. I, I love their relationship because I, I don't think Homer understands that uh, Carl may have a crush on him or may have feelings for him. Well, that's that's what I don't understand about the character in general. Like, it, like I'm not thinking of, like as a predatory gay guy. I never thought of that until watching this episode now in context with every other... I just watched one of the new episodes. Elon Musk is on. There's a lot of jokes at his expense. Mm. He's kind of made out to be a loser. Uh, like, in certain... Por- like, every guest star on The Simpsons is themselves and flawed. And what other guest star is like? Eve, like Carl is Mary Poppins. He really is. And, yeah, that's, and, a good, and that's a good. The comparison. Mary Poppins character on The Simpsons is killed by a fucking plane. Yeah, and, and like, but Carl isn't. He's treated very well. Yeah, he's allowed to live at the end. I wonder that. Yeah. Well, I also wonder if they like they made Smithers worse in this episode. I think to make him Smithers and Carl are like the same side of the coin. Yeah, like uh, sides of the same coin. Carl's kind I of a toady, of just like Smithers, but he is like the the like the positive toady, not yeah. like the like. <laughs> and he's just super supportive. Mm-hmm. I I want. I need to memorize that all the time like i i need that kind of self-confidence boost from that carl gives mm-hmm. and yeah the, his character I, I, he's so funny to me when he takes it oh the, one of my favorite lines is conceal it conceal <laughs> yeah conceal it conceal the fat and he yeah. does, i love that because uh, looking at the episode now like yeah they actually do stick to that they slim homer up yeah uh for like the first time and, and this is one of my favorite sequences as a little kid i laughed a lot as an adult i laughed a lot i love the singing telegram guy oh right the anniversary, Homer. What? Our anniversary? Are you sure? Well, don't worry, homie. This year you have an excuse for not remembering. What with your job and... Happy anniversary, Mrs. Homer Simpson. You are so beautiful to me. You are so beautiful to me. Can't you see? Can't you see? It's going, like even when the phone calls on, you can hear him in the background, just that, like this this sad yelling croon. That is it's, Dan Castellaneta. Oh, of course it is. Has it's anyone so ever funny. been around when uh, someone was hired a, someone to serenade no, someone else? No, that never. happened to me once in an really? English class. 
the husband of an English teacher hired a mariachi band oh my God. to serenade his wife, which was my English teacher, like in maybe the tenth grade. It was very embarrassing. Oh my God! Yeah, I, I can't. I can't even imagine liking that. I remember not being a friend with a guy because we went to Pizza Hut for my birthday. And he's like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna tell the waitstaff. I'm like, do not fucking do that. Do not tell the waitstaff it's my birthday. And he secretly did. I'm that guy and they, too. They sang to me, and then like, we're, I'm never hanging out with you again. That I give was, that warning on my birthday. That, no one sings. No there's no, no there's no sings. embarrassment happening today. It's funny because I have been the person on the other side who says like. Oh yeah, no singing. Oh, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, I did it. I did it awesomely. Like uh, one of our, we were working at Games Radar. I'll just say it's Christian Nudd, and he was leaving. So I told the entire waitstaff at Red Robin that it was his birthday Ooh. and paid for a Sunday. Wow. It had, had like a two-minute birthday song sung to him just because he was going to a better job. I think he would have taken it well. <laughs> he did. He did. So Burns uh, promotes Homer to junior executive as a way to understand the common man. <laughs> and Homer throws out his idea as to what would make the common man happy, and that is more tartar sauce. Yeah. Is for this, the fish sticks. Is, is, Bob, is this the line of the show? Um, for me, it is. All right. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> That's our line of the show jingle, in case you don't know. That's why I promoted someone who's in touch with the workers. You. Uh, I think you mean him, sir. Uh, you, then. <laughs> How would you improve the worker situation? Well, uh, well, well, sir, for one thing, we had a problem every Tuesday when the cafeteria would serve fish sticks. Fish sticks? What in blazes are you talking about? <laughs> well, sir, they cut the head off the fish and chop up the rest of the sticks and then put seasoned bread. But I know what fish sticks are. Get to the point. Yeah. Uh, well, you only get this tiny little cup of tartar sauce to dip in him, and I always run out. Will you stop wasting our time, Simpson? Shut up, Smithers. Can't you see what he's saying? A happy worker is a busy worker. Three cents worth of tartar sauce could save us thousands of man-hours in labor. I like the cut of your jib, Simpson. Let the fools have their tartar sauce. Tartar sauce. Oh. And then we're treated to, like, a montage of, like, just, pe- like... L- like people ladling tartar sauce onto plates, like so digging boys. Gross. There's plenty for everybody. It's so gross. It's mayonnaise with relish in it. People, it's yeah. not magic. Oh. So this, like, duh, number one, I love the way he says tartar sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, then also that what I like the bit next where Smithers is kind of talking about how people can make stats however they want them to be. Yep. Like, oh, these things are up and all this. And he says, well, that could be just because Homer's not there bringing down the average. I uh, that was part of my job at this super corporate place of like <laughs> making up stats to send around. I'm like I can I can make these look however I want. Yes, damn this, this is a worthless job. But Homer does get the key to the executive washroom, which is this beautiful, glorious it. interior with like people playing like cellos and I live love, birds. And I love that sequence so much, and I, I I don't know if any of you listen to the commentary because I didn't. But like, there's that transition from like. Smithers throwing down the wash rag. It works very hard on And the guy running out to grab it. Fucking great. And oh, the it, tiles of the bathroom. And then it, trans- yeah. Yeah, it transitions from the tiles of the bathroom to the outdoor of the building. And I, I'm pretty sure that's a direct Hitchcock reference. It looks like, like a Saul Bass like, title, uh, or Saul Bass, rather. Yeah, title yeah, sequence. yeah. Like, I have a feeling that's a reference to something. I just don't know what it, it is. It could be the North by Northwest. Um, Ooh, it could yeah, be. Yeah. That'll also- be my second favorite North by Northwest reference. The best being Follow That Bird, where Ernie and Bert <sighs> chase down Big Bird in a biplane. Ooh. It is an astounding. With machine guns? There's no machine guns, just ah, just just laughing. Speaking of references, Mm. this had one of the earliest very lengthy film references. Like, it's a wonderful life. 
Yeah, that's for, right. For like oh two God. minutes, when he realizes his hair, he's running. It's the same window thing. Merry like, Christmas! Christmas! And the bell is ringing behind him. Yeah, like, dong dong. Oh, yeah. you know what I did? I, I like. We, I loved his little dance of celebration with the other guy. Me who, too. Who did Mox and Alex? And but it's a what, cute moment. You did it uh, in a previous episode from the first season where mm. you, you gathered. You try, I tried to gather as many of Homer's hair care products in his medicine cabinet oh, as possible. Oh, I have some of these, but please continue. I, I could. We, I couldn't read them all. I have hair in a drum. Uh, like Heritage 99 drum. cents or whatever 1999 <laughs> yeah. I have Bald Buster Hair Master Gorilla Man Scout Blaster That's my favorite. and my favorite Hair Chow Hair Chow <laughs> Hair Chow <laughs> Before we leave the executive washer and Homer I, Homer mis I want to mention that Homer mispronouncing resume Yeah I didn't catch is, that oh, What did he say? He says resume He says oh, resume Okay I have Impressive resume uh, Before we leave the executive washroom I do want to note that Mr. Burns is watching a documentary about Rommel on the Dumont <laughs> network That Dumont which, oh, the Dumont These are references I'm just getting now because yeah, Dumont uh, was kind of like the predecessor to Fox Well, It Dumont, was a failed Dumont, independent network Yeah Dumont was the fourth network It yeah. was one of the uh, the first channels and it completely Completely died. Uh, so ABC, NBC, CBS. Did he's not. Like, I like the cut of his jib. But he still calls TV <laughs> Dumont. I was watching yeah. the Dumont on the then, Dumont, and then also that he likes Rommel, the, the Nazi. <laughs> that he's like, oh, that Nazi really got things done. Uh, oh, but I love any in, reference to the Dumont network. Though, so happy. Okay, there's a couple moments in this episode. I was like, well, Burns have even like three years later on the show, they wouldn't. They do a more extreme joke. Like Burns mm. wouldn't know what fish sticks is. I think a season seven Burns would say fish sticks. That doesn't sound like oldie time and food reference. Mr. Burns would not have like a board of advisors. He would be just yeah. just him and Smithers together. Because I loved those idiots, though. They are I great, though. Too. Like, we put caffeine in the water cooler. Yeah. That's my idea. Those are all my ideas. We <laughs> <laughs> could do a round of layoffs to shake we, the That clip, the, the tartar sauce sequence, that is, I think, it's perfect comedy. And, like, mm. usually, like... That, and that's why The Simpsons is so great because, like, if that was written even on a good sitcom, it would pause for laughter like eighteen times. Oh, for sure! But it yeah. blows by so fast. Like, there's like sixteen jokes in that one clip. I love it. So Homer has to give a speech to this. Uh, this, uh, I guess, it's just like a gathering it's the of employees. Executives. He said executives. It's the executive. Yeah, I meant to look into everybody. it. The art of self management. Yeah, Jico Condry or Jito. <laughs> it's, it's a real thing. I looked it up. It's a, it's all about like communal like working and not having supervisors and just being very like supportive for each other and stuff mm -hmm. but he has to give this uh presentation mm -hmm. at the same time bart basically has this fantasy of growing a uh, like a like a beatnik a beard beatnik. <laughs> and bart is fascinated by the idea in 1990 of being, being a, a beatnik he must have been watching dobie gillis on nick at night or something <laughs> But uh, I know he, I was. he ends up spilling it all over the floor, and uh, Homer is just distraught, knowing that he's lost his one I, key to success. I love this line, that the line from Lisa. He's this, wiping his hair in the puddle the like, Dad's, what, what did she say? The line is, Dad's hand, Dad is taking this in a less than heroic fashion. <laughs> That's, that line ends the scene, I think, too. Is, he is sobbing and I, rubbing his I hair in a puddle. I only it's, didn't capture it because it didn't work well. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful visual it's joke. It's the most pathetic he's looked and if you haven't heard us do, this is going out live to everyone now. We did the whole first season together. Yes, There's 13 episodes on patreon.com slash laser time. Uh, it, it, like, watching the show become itself, mm -hmm. I don't know. And that's one of those moments to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I'd say when Homer watching strangles it Bart, so like, it was, it was a nice extreme I moment to a joke. But, uh, but also that they have to go through, they have to jump through a lot of hoops to explain why 
why Homer can't afford $1,000 later when he's making this executive salary? I, I think the thing is that um, uh, there's a scene where uh, he's buying things for the kids, and he's like, we can afford it. Because yeah, Homer's just buy it all. Marge is saying we're spending I, a lot of money. I actually, I captured this because I thought it was canonically telling us why the Simpsons were still poor. Because Homer it, saves nothing? Because he saves nothing. Yeah. Hair care products, a new wardrobe. We're not saving anything for a rainy day. Rainy day. There's never going to be a rainy day, Marge. There's not a cloud in a Simpson sky. <laughs> but you guys notice it started raining when well, the second Burns finds out about the scam. Oh right, it starts yeah. raining. Wow. I didn't connect it with that. Wow, that's yeah. great. I didn't either. But I, 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 yeah, it's it's connected at the end of the episode, not mm-hmm. not a canonical placement of why the Simpsons are constantly poor. Because seriously, <laughs> if you're a promoter to where it looks like Homer is, mm-hmm. even if he's there for like two months, that's a lot of extra money. Yeah, compared to what he was making before. Yeah. But um, he no longer has his hair anymore. I guess it all just falls out overnight. It falls out it overnight. Falls out, so you get... It happens overnight yeah. and falls out overnight. So now he has to give this speech, um, and he's about to get fired, right? Yeah. But uh, Carl takes a bullet for him. Yeah, well, I have, I have, I didn't capture that. I got Smithers tattling. I love that. Mr. Burns, it is my sad duty to report that one of your executives has built the company insurance plan out of $1,000. What? Bless his hide the Hades. <laughs> <sighs> And I was going to buy that ivory back scratcher. There we go. Yeah. Wonderful callback. You hear that thunder? That's the that's the rain starting right there. And uh, like, okay, so Carl takes a bullet for yeah. uh, Homer, and, and he gets fired, and Homer I freaks out, him. and and like uh, Carl's trying to say like it wasn't your hair, it's you. Like you need to be confident, you mm-hmm. can do this. But then Homer gives, gives a speech. Him a kiss. Oh, gives him a kiss. Like like I'm a fool, and uh, Carl says, "My, my mother... mother said never kiss a fool." Thank you. And then he kisses him, and Homer is not offended. He's like Carl. Carl. And then and then Carl slaps his ass on the way out. It's great. And, uh, yeah, this is Carl's Carl's goodbye to everyone. I love it. Mr. Simpson, I've taken the liberty of preparing your speech on the enclosed numbered 3 by 5 cards. All the big words are spelled phonetically. Phonetically. God bless you. You are one of Springfield's very special creatures. Your obedient servant, Carl. Oh, God. Carl. And by all accounts, Homer gives a what should have been a rousing speech yes. that no one pays so attention to. The cynical to. statement is that no, it was the hair. No one listens because he doesn't have. Yeah, his his failing upwards truly was arbitrary, and he's going to be back where he belongs. It's like who is what is this bald man talking about? Yeah, the, 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 uh, that's one of my favorite lines too. Not my my most favorite, but when Homer says. If I did this, you'd think I'm crazy. He's crazy! Yeah. He's crazy! He jumps up like, he's crazy! He's burning money. Yes. But Mr. Burns has, like, a uh, a very, like, unlikely change of heart, which I think is what he does sometimes in these episodes. In and, the early episodes, yeah. And he's, like, he understands that this thing of male pattern baldness... Bald is a cubal. But why can't Mr. Burns afford this medication? Well, I know. No, he's, so here's the here's my reasoning for it. Yeah. Smithers says, oh, it's Demoxanel it does he's like, this. He's I like, know I it. know what it is. Like, he's tried. It, he, it, it didn't work. It doesn't I guess work it does, doesn't work on everybody. Like, the yeah. one guy Homer meets when he's like frolicking with his new hair, it worked on him, but maybe it doesn't work on it's everybody. Like, I mean, the guy who sells Demoxanel is bald. It's a, yeah. it's a beautiful story that like he was king of the hill, top of the crop, and in college in his bald senior year he went bald, and and then he feels like he, I don't know, like I don't, I can't speak for bald people everywhere, and I won't try. <laughs> but I, uh, Robert Siegel, the, the 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 host of Wait Wait Don't Tell Me, mm. he wrote a book about bald men in history, uh, and he, the, the thesis being that people don't give 
like instinctually don't give respect to bald people. I believe he said like it, like it already looks like you lost a genetic lottery. Mm. You, you, thought of that. Uh, like, again, that's him in an interview. I have not read the book, but I, he did write a book about it. I believe. So, wow. All right. Speaking of, we talked about Homer's age mm-hmm. earlier. Oh, for sure. I want to talk Burns about his age here. As a super nerd, <laughs> I was. I, I was there too. Remember, Henry. Like, okay, oh, he's eighty-one. He said he's eighty-one. Burns is eighty-one. By season, by the I remember specifically is the episode Homer the Smithers in season, season seven. seven. Yeah, Homer says he's a hundred and four. He says he punched him in his a hundred and four year old. And in face. this episode, Homer guesses a hundred and two. Right. Yes. So he's actually wow. under. And since then, I feel like no Burns is a hundred years old. They, they treat that way. It really bugged me at the time, especially when season seven they were the big nerds. They knew every fact. They should have known every fact about the Simpsons. <laughs> and here they give they add twenty five years to his age. Did we say he, he said he's eighty one in this episode? I'm only eighty one. Yes, mm-hmm. and that does that seems odd because Mr. Burns' mom is like one hundred and twenty four years old yes, too, yeah, who's still alive, I guess, canonically. Did she ever die? And she's never died, as far as I Striding know. Striding about his Adam Mill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that so it it really annoyed me that they changed his age like that. Yeah, you know, for his jokes to work, for him to remember like the beginning, the first baseball game ever played. He can't be even in 1991. That's 81 is not young enough to old enough to remember that. Yeah, for sure. And um, the scene at the end is very James L. Brooks yep. and very not modern Simpsons, but I found it very sweet. Where Hom- uh, where Marge is singing "You Are So Beautiful to Me" to Homer, and then oh, Homer joins in, agreeing with her, like "I am you. so beautiful to That's you." That's one of yeah. I love that joke because it is a cutesy poo hug of a joke, but it's also about Homer's stupidity and his selfishness. But he's like he's he's selfish because he's thinking from his perspective. The giving thing would to sing it back at her from his perspective agreeing with her yeah beautiful so beautiful to him too but instead he's agreeing that like i am that to you i am so beautiful to you like no homer come (laughs) on it it is still sweet and it is fitting with his character but marge still like comforts him and that's how the episode ends just like marge still accepts him even though he failed they they point this out in the commentary too though that Demoxenel exists. Like the episode doesn't end with Demoxenel not existing. Yeah, it's still anymore. a thing. Yeah, it's still Homer, prohibitively expensive. Homer is, but Dramatic. we live in the later years where, say, in uh, the episode with Itchy and Scratchy and Chester J. Lampwick, oh, right. where Bart just says, "Homer, can I have seven thousand dollars or whatever?" And he just hands it to him out of his wallet. <laughs> Buy seven things of Demoxenel, Homer. It's you yeah. got that money. Maybe it was taken off the market. Over that one. Maybe it was taken off the market because it was never mentioned again. Maybe it caused those, like birth defects. I think with those extreme results that they, oh, they should be. If you yeah. Yeah. they tampered in God's domain, there yeah. has to be a drawback. <laughs> I mean, if they had just, I feel like even in season three, they would have put in a quick line. Just saying, like, and Demoxenel was taken off the market because it was too, it was causing cancer. And something. some monsterism. <laughs> some monsterism. <laughs> Pleasant taste, some monsterism. Well, that was Talking Simpsons for Simpson and Delilah. We'll mm-hmm. be back with another episode, the Halloween episode. Oh, so, so get ready for that. Uh, as for me, I am Bob Servo on Twitter. And please listen to Retronauts, the classic gaming podcast, and read my stuff on US Gamer and Something Awful. How about you guys? Um, well, this whole thing co- started with uh, Laser Time, the Laser Time show on iTunes, but LaserTimePodcast.com is the place where you can find uh, this episode and many other podcasts like Video Game Apocalypse, our weekly video game show, our weekly comic book show, Cape Crisis, our semi weekly uh, VG Empire, and uh, Cheap, Cheap Podcast. Podcast. Oh the my God. One. 
five days a week, man. It's, it's busy and time. And if you go to youtube.com slash network, we do video game streams and stuff, including there's an entire playlist of Simpsons games that we've streamed. Hell yeah. Uh, and they're all bad. <laughs> they're all they're, they're, they're The all best one was the first one. Arcade, yeah. Arcade's yeah, really the best. And I'm H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Follow me for updates on all the cool things I write and post about on Laser Time as well. So we'll see you guys next week with the first Treehouse of Horror, our landmark episode. See you then, everybody. Thank you.